Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear, where two music obsessed mates grab a mic and have a chat about what music they've been listening to. My name is Maddie. My name is Vivian. And you are listening to episode 69 and we're going to go straight into our news segment first with Vivian. What have you got? So our first story is coming from Music Feeds written by Emmy Mack and it says Greens take on New South Wales police with new bill to ban sniffer dogs and strip searches on kids. The New South Wales Greens are ramping up their bid to get the government to bug off with their invasive strip searches and problematic sniffer dog policy, slapping a bill down on the state parliament's table today that would trigger sweeping reforms. Just days after startling revelations that 96 kids were stripped-searched in New South Wales over the past year, Greens MLC David Shoebridge proposed amendments to the Law Enforcement Powers and Responsibilities Act that would ban strip searches on anyone under 16, and only permit minors aged 16 and 17 to be searched, quote, in exceptional circumstances. FYI, right now it's perfectly legal for the cops to carry out invasive strip searches on kids as young as 10. As well as a number of changes around the cops' power to strip search minors, the Greens bill also aims to wind back other oppressive police powers, including the use of sniffer dogs. Quote, even if you're okay with monstering people, the basic fact is drug dogs just don't work, Shoebridge told the Legislative Council today. You're highly unlikely to catch organised crime gangs by strip-searching teenagers at train stations and music festivals. It comes as both police strip-search and sniffer-dog tactics have come under intense scrutiny recently. A coronial inquest into drug-related deaths at New South, Wales, New South Wales music festivals last year heard a Central Coast teen fatally overdosed after panic swallowing three cups of MDMA out of fear of getting into trouble after she saw sniffer-dogs. While a police inquest carried out by the Law Enforcement Conduct Commission recently found that four strip searches conducted by New South Wales Police on people under the age of 18 at festivals in 2018 and 2019 were unlawful. So, Yikes. yeah, this is an interesting one. I think this is something that we've been coming back to periodically as yeah. we've had the podcast. But, yeah, it's definitely interesting. I think, like, the fact that they can strip search anyone under the age of like 18 yeah period at the moment is like a little bit shocking to me but i think like the main point that it's really important sort of like as we come to like all of these easing restrictions and things that you know starting to ramp back up and like the arts are starting yeah. to get more involved and and things are starting to happen you know, these conversations are happening again and, you know, like, we're not going to lie, we're going to, like, we're mainly focusing on, like, the impact it has on music festivals at the moment. And, like, I think having, yeah, there's been, like, so many issues caused by, like, the police handling of, like, drugs and other situations at music festivals that, yeah, I think something obviously needs to be done. I don't know the best way around it because I'm not you know, well versed <laughs> in that area. That's not it's not a conversation for me to have really. But yeah. it's definitely interesting and I think, you know, any step is a good step, I think, at this point. Yeah, and I think definitely if there's some way that you know, it can sort of be worked out that there is an easier way to go about doing that, then I think that's really important. So yeah. Anyway, that is our first story for this week's episode. Maddie, what is our second story? Okay, so our second story, um, hopping off the point of easing restrictions. Yes. Um, I have an article here from ABC News, and it is about the coronavirus restrictions eased across Queensland and Estée Palaszczuk announces increased limits for gatherings. So I'll read a couple of paragraphs because it sort of goes over all of the restrictions that are Mm -hmm. sort of being eased but i'll stick to the ones that are relevant to us so 
Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk has announced a major easing of Queensland's coronavirus restrictions from next week. As of 4pm on November 17, gatherings will increase from 40 to 50 people in homes and public spaces across Queensland. Seated ticketed venues such as theatres, live music, cinemas and indoor sports will be able to increase capacity from 50% to 100% as part of further easing of restrictions. Entertainers will soon be allowed to perform within two metres of audience members, except for choirs, which will maintain a separation of four metres. Open air stadiums will also return to full capacity from Tuesday. So there you go, guys. More people are allowed to watch <laughs> watch arts performances Yay. and things, which is so exciting. Yeah. It's been such a long time coming. Honestly. For sure, for sure. And I think it's really good that, you know, it's sort of a, a slow sort of roll out back to, I guess, normal. What, what that is. <laughs> Whatever normal is going forward. Um, but yeah, I think this is really exciting news, especially because, yeah, it's just been a long time coming. Yeah, like I, I'm, you know, I'm not going to say that like we've gone too slow with this thing because I think we really need to take our time. With, exactly. Because it's very important to like not have any more waves or anything Mm -hmm. like that like we've been doing such especially in Queensland here we've been doing such a good job keeping all of the cases under control and all of that so you know any any small step is a good one and I think you know 100% capacity for any live theatre venue or anything is gonna do like like it's gonna help so much with all of the you know arts trying to get back on its feet so I'm super 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 keen um, to hear what sort of that has in store for like any performances or concerts in yes. in the future. So we'll we'll definitely keep updated on this story and we'll um let you know if there are any more any more revelations. But that is it for my story. Vivian, you've got another news story for us. What is it? Yeah, so this one, I mean, is it news? <laughs> I don't know. But it's a little bit of a fun one. So It's coming from NME, written by Tom Skinner, and it says, One kick is all it takes. FIFA 21 users can now play as Dua Lipa. (laughs) (laughs) It's so wild, guys. Oh my god. FIFA 21 users can now play as Dua Lipa as part of the game's latest update. The installment is in the long-running EA Sports series. It was released on various consoles last month on October 9th. As FIFA 21 updates note, a host of celebrities have joined the title's FIFA Volta mode. Leaper, who released her latest album, Future Nostalgia, this year, now features alongside the likes of Lewis Hamilton, David Beckham, and DJ Snake. So there's actual photos of, like, the model in the article, which you guys can check out in the description. Um, so, didn't have Dua Lipa in FIFA on my 2020 bingo card, wrote one fan on Twitter. <laughs> so... The next-gen version of FIFA 21 will launch on December 4th, while the enhanced PC version will arrive at some point next year. This is wild. So, if you guys don't play FIFA, Volta is, like, their street football mode, um, which is where, like, you know, it's, like, not really, there's not really any rules. It's sort of, like, a smaller, like, field kind of thing. But I didn't even know, like, I play FIFA, and I don't have FIFA 21, but I didn't even know you could play as celebrities. (laughs) Like... (laughs) I, I, when I read this headline, I was like, what? Like, when did they start doing this? This is honestly so weird. Like, it's so funny looking at the, at the model of what Dua Lipa looks like in, in the FIFA game. Yeah. And like, it's pretty, like, it's really realistic. Like, it's, it's really pr- good. They've done a really good job 
of like putting her likeness into a video game. But yeah, yeah this is just such an interesting, weird story. It, it's super weird. And like, I wonder like what sort of went behind that. Like, is it like a promotional thing or is it like, you know what I mean? Like, how yeah. does that sort of benefit people? <laughs> I don't know how her audience like you know, or how her audience would broaden yeah. her being featured in FIFA. But, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, whatever. Unless she is, like, a big football fan, which then it sort of makes sense, like, yeah. I don't know. But like, go for it. You still. do you, do her. Like, yeah, exactly. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that is our last news story for this week's episode. But before we go into our songs segments, we encourage you guys to pause the podcast Go down to the description and click either the Spotify or YouTube playlist to listen to the songs that we're about to talk about, because, you know, you might get lost. You probably will, because music is hard to talk about if you haven't listened to the song. Exactly. Exactly. Words are hard to describe sounds. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So, in saying that, we will start with Song of the Week. Maddie, kick us off. Okay, so, my Song of the Week, um, it is not new at all, but it's new to me. Yes. Um, so... This song's from 2015, and it's called Smoke by Luke Levinson, featuring Abby Smith. So if you don't know who Abby Smith is, it's the real name of my absolute fave, Yeba. Yes. So, when I first discovered Yeba, I, as I always do, when I find literally, like, the heart and soul of everything I adore about music, yep. I <laughs> did a huge deep dive and I watched every single YouTube video that I could, every <laughs> single song of Yebas that I could, and I just just consumed everything, copious amounts <laughs> of content in regards to her. And so I was scrolling on TikTok, as you do, mm-hmm. and I came across this girl. I wish I could find the video because I'd shout out her at ASAP, but I'll try and find it mm-hmm. if I can. Um, and she was covering this run from this song called Smoke. And I was like, what the hell is this song? <laughs> I have to listen to it. And I looked down to the comments and like, oh my God, it's, it's Yabba. It's, it's Smoke. It's such a good song. And I was like, oh my God, how have I never heard this song before? I was like quite offended that I, <laughs> that I hadn't stumbled across this in some shape or form. But I've listened to it and I'm obsessed. So it's, um, it's, Ab- it's Abby Smith and this guy called Luke Levinson, who is an incredible vocalist as well. Like he's only mm. got like a couple of songs on Spotify, but he's got such an interesting voice too. So like it's so, fascinating. like it's very much like a really palatable, like twangy kind yeah. of tone. And it's just really, really beautiful. And their voices complement each other so, so well. Mm. And this recording that's on Spotify, it's obviously like a live performance, um, it's just like acoustic guitar and then both of the vocals and just the transitions and the harmonies and the riffs. Oh my God. Yes. It is literal heaven on earth. Like listening to this song, I just, my mind explodes. Yes. It is, it is quite an intense experience. Um, this one's actually one that we, that I reacted to. So Please check out our Instagram. Give it some love. I was shocked because I didn't know it was Yabba. I should have known. Yeah. I was wondering if you were going to pick up on it. Because one of the things I sort of said when I was reacting to it was the runs. Like, in classic Yabba style. Like, she makes those runs and and makes it look easy, basically. And that was one of the things I said. I was like, just casually, like... Just, just, you know, just whip that one out in your back pocket, you know. (laughs) But yeah, what I really loved about this one was the the use of guitar 
it sounds like a live recording because just the way like all the sounds come together but um they use it as like percussion as well and that's like one of my favorite things when playing the guitar like it's such a you know um versatile instrument you can basically use it for so many different things and i like that they've done that yeah, it's really, really, really cool. Yeah. And, like, I've seen so many covers now of people trying to, like, do this, like, this one particular... Like, there's a million of them that you could choose from because they're all yeah. insane. I just love But there's how this like, one, like, right in the middle that's just ridiculous. Yeah. I just love how that's, like, a trend now. <laughs> just, I know. like... It's great. To- I love watching... Oh, my God. Like, half of my For You page is just watching people just covering <laughs> runs. That's so it's cool, It's amazing, and I'm floored every single time, and I wish I could be as talented as some of these people. But, yeah... That is my song of the week, guys. It is Smoke by Luke Levinson featuring the one and only Abby Smith. Vivian, what is your song of the week this week? So my song of the week this week is Jurassic Park by Stand Atlantic. Um, As you guys might know, I talked about Stand Atlantic a few episodes ago. It was a while ago now. Yeah. I I think it would have been... I even think it was last year sometime. But um, they were my Under a Rock and... So this song, Jurassic Park, is coming from their second album, I think, that they've released earlier this year. So it's not super new, but I had been meaning to listen to that album just because after hearing um, their earlier stuff, I was like, yeah, i got to check this out. So first of all, that album, great. This song, though, Jurassic Park, is definitely my favourite one. Um, I think it sort of... It's like everything you know and love about Sand Atlantic. It's a pop-punk thing, you know. That's all there. But what I really love about this one is, like, Bonnie's vocals, they're, um, they are so much more, I guess they've progressed so much since, like, their first album, and I think you can really hear that in this track, especially because some of the notes she's hitting, like, sounds so, so good, and I feel like she could be, like, one of, you know, pop punk's sort of, like, top female vocalists right now, because... Some of the notes she's hitting, yeah, it's crazy. Amazing. Yeah, but I think this song is such a fun track. Granted, I couldn't really, like, you know, I love listening to lyrics. I love sort of trying to figure out meanings and stuff like that. I couldn't really figure it out because there's a lot of, like, dinosaur imagery. And we'll have to, I'm going to have to sit down and really, like, rack my noggin. Yeah, I feel like it needs a little <laughs> bit of analysis just because I'm like, is this supposed to be a metaphor? And it probably is, and I'm it's just not smart enough. Something. <laughs> if you're smart enough, can you tell us what it is, please? Please. <laughs> Send please. us a DM and let us know if you like analysing songs. Yeah, yeah, but I love this track. I really, really love it, too. Like, I remember when you first played me... Um, like this, I cannot remember what song it is for the life of yeah. me. But um, one of their other songs, ages ago in another episode, I was like really, really into like their whole vibe because pop punk is not a genre that I listen to at all. It really but isn't. This song <laughs> is so, so good, and I love listening to her voice. Like mm. it is so amazing. Like the control and just like the way that she can like use her voice and hit these notes in such an amazing way is just like phenomenal to me mm. like her voice is incredible and i really just like enjoy the whole their whole like aesthetic their whole yeah vibe. i yeah i really really love it and they yeah. definitely i think it's like it's kind of given me like it's almost like a gateway to like yeah that's a good point in a way but like for me especially like because mm. i really really love it and i just love the fact as well that they're australian and yes. like they're female-led like you don't see that a lot and i feel like because they are making quite a bit of traffic uh, traction back in um the u.s like that is really awesome to see especially yeah. 
for a female-led pop-punk band and they're Australian. So, yes, uh, that is my song of the week this week, Jurassic Park by Stand Atlantic. Now we will head into Under a Rock and I'll kick us off. So my song for this week is Tequila and Lemonade by Mercy Mercy. I think that's what it is. Um, Sorry if it's not. (laughs) Um, So I actually, I came across another song of hers a while ago, but... I chose this song because it was in my Discover Weekly, as most of these songs tend to be. Yeah. Um, and I really dug it. Like, it's so interesting because I first listened to the song and I didn't really know much about her. I didn't know, like, sort of, you know, where she grew up. But she's got such a fascinating background. I really encourage you guys to read her bio on Spotify. Like, it's a whole thing. Really, really cool. But she's only 19. Rude. So, again, it's just sad how (laughs) these young people just managed to pull this out and just... I mean, it's sad for us, not for them. Yeah, not for them. For us. (laughs) For us where we are. It's really bad for our self-esteem, but it's fine. (laughs) Um, But yeah, this song, it's such a cool song. It gives me a lot of Billie Eilish vibes in terms of her voice more so, not really in the instrumentation and the production because... You know, Billie Eilish is definitely more darker and moody, that sort of thing. But this is such a fun, upbeat kind of song. And it's weird because normally I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't love this kind of music. But I think what sort of drew me to it was her whole aesthetic, like, her sort of image and the way that she sings. I was like, this is actually quite a cool vibe. So I think she released her debut EP um, earlier, in I think maybe like a month ago. So I definitely want to listen to the rest of that. Yeah, it's really, really, really cool. I was um, super, you know, like dancing along to yeah. it the whole time, like you were playing it. It was really, really awesome. And again, voice, amazing, absolutely love. And I just think the vibe of this song is really cool. Like I'm obsessed with like the really like bright, airy yes. scents in the back. And just like this like dance pop sort of beat along the way. It's really cool. And I'm just so floored that like a 19-year-old can like produce a song this good. Like it's yeah. amazing. And it's I'm great to see. Yeah. Like now that you sort of... Because I didn't didn't think that you'd listen to this type of music at all. When yeah. You, I was like, what? how is this <laughs> a song that Viv chose? It sounds more like a song that I would listen to. That's true, yeah. But I'm definitely going to listen to the rest of her, like, discography, because mm. I really enjoyed listening to this song, and it's really amazing. So. For sure. Yeah, so please check it out if you haven't already. That is Tequila and Lemonade by Mercy Mercy. Maddie, what is your Under a Rock? Okay, so my Under a Rock this week is called Hyperfine by G Flip featuring Love Leo. So if you don't know who G Flip is and you're Australian, I don't know like who you are. Or are what you you're really doing Australian? With your life. Are you really an Aussie <laughs> music fan? Probably not. Um so I've never, you know, given G Flip um the the airtime that she deserves, I think. And <laughs> this song came up on one of my um like playlists a while ago like it's it's a couple of weeks if not months old Mm. this song like it's not really really new but it is fairly um and so i was really impressed like i don't think it's what g flip normally sort of puts out it's a it's a lot more sort of electronic yeah based rather than you know other stuff that i've sort of heard from her but i really haven't listened to a lot of her music so i don't feel very (laughs) (laughs) informed and to comment on that but um, I am super impressed with, like, her voice, one. Like, yeah. I didn't... You don't really realise, like, 
Because I've seen, I think it was like Christmas, like specials, like a couple, mm. like last year, where she did, you know, some live performances and things, like whatever. I cannot for the life of me remember. But that was when I sort of first heard her voice. And I obviously knew she was a really, really talented drummer. Mm-hmm. And we, like she is, and it's amazing. But so I didn't cool. realize how good her singing voice is. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, like it sort of just came out of the woodwork. And I was super impressed. Um, and overall, like the song, it's really, really dancey, really upbeat, um, a lot more sort of electronic rather than like live instruments. And then this love Leo who's featured on the track, there is a version without his verse in there. Um, but this is the one that I heard first and I looked him up cause I had <laughs> no idea who he was. I was like, I who is this guy? Vivian is like pissing herself over in the chair next to me. And <laughs> Turns out he's the son of John C. Riley. Who, if you don't know who that is, he's like this very famous American comedic actor who works with Will Ferrell a lot. Yep. Um, like you'll know him if you see him. And Lovely, I don't know what his actual name is, but Lovely looks nothing, nothing like him. He is nothing. like this beautiful, like sort of angelic manga character yeah. looking person. Like beautiful. He's a model whatever but he looks nothing like his i had no idea that they were related That's you ridiculous. wouldn't be able to tell that they're related and it's so it's just you know we're not trying to make fun here it's just the weirdness of it all like it's so odd to me that like he is john c Riley's son like that's it's just crazy it's weird it's, it's really weird. really weird but anyway like he anyway. sounds really good on the track <laughs> like his verse is really good and he's got a great voice yeah. yeah, it's a great song. I really do. I've listened to a lot of G Flip's earlier stuff when she first sort of was becoming popular here in Australia, and I really dug it. I think she is super talented, and I think it's really cool how when she plays live, she drums and she sings. Like, I can't imagine how difficult that would be. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I like that she incorporates a lot of sort of like percussion. Like, she puts a lot of focus on that in her music, which is yeah. really cool. Um, but this one, like, I was kind of floored by the production. Like, I definitely think it's, uh, like, a step in the right direction for her. Like, it's definitely evolved, her, mm. the production. And I think she sounds really great. Yeah, I was super impressed with the whole thing. And you can definitely tell when either, like, an artist is a drummer or they have, like, yeah. a lot of knowledge in sort of the realm of percussion because it really, really shines through in mm-hmm. the song and how all of the different rhythms and, like, how all of that sort of, like, works together in sort of like a cohesive way in the song and it really really shines here and I think G Flip's done a really good job and I kind of want to listen to the rest of her music because I haven't really done that and I really should yeah because she's you know she's absolutely skyrocketing in the last couple of years and she's like a staple of Australian music now Mm. which is amazing so good on her and so yeah that is my under a rock this week it's hyper fine by G Flip featuring Love Leo and we'll go into Caught My Ear now, our final segment, and I'll kick us off with mine. So it is Willow Tree by Tash Sultana featuring Jerome Farah. So Tash Sultana, amazing, amazing multi-instrumentalist. If you don't know them, like, please yes. listen to their music because they are absolutely insane. Um, so this song, um, it's I have talked about Tash Sultana on the podcast previously Mm -hmm. and a lot of their stuff is sort of um like a lot of their earlier stuff is very sort of experimental and it's very free-flowing and not a lot of structure 
But I've recently um, sort of like realized a lot of um, Tasha's newer sort of stuff. Um, it's becoming a lot more structured and yep. sounds a lot more like um, cohesive. Sort of, yeah, cohesive and palatable for sort of like an audience that doesn't listen to their music a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one in particular, Willow Tree, it's very, very like heavily influenced by jazz music yes like one right off the bat it's like a saxophone solo right at the beginning which sort of like travels throughout the whole thing and it's amazing i absolutely love it i'm sure tash was the one who did that because she can play like a million anything (laughs) a million a million instruments um and so yeah like the instrumentation in this song is incredible um overall it's such a such a funky kind of like um, yeah dancey but also it's really it's got like a cheeky sort of atmosphere to it which is really cool and the way that Tash sings sort of brings that out as well and Mm. then further along we get into Jerome's verse um who I had never really heard of before um and his voice is incredible like Mm. he's got such a sultry like beautiful tone for sure I love it but yeah it works really really well with this jazzy sort of um this vibe that Tash has created. Mm, yeah, and I think something that I really admire about Tash Sultana is the fact that their evolution with like their voice. I feel like in their earlier stuff, a lot of the way that they were singing was very, you know, like I guess the main criticism was that it was hard to understand. Like, yeah, they were doing like all these different manipulations, and it was you know hard to hear for a lot of people. I didn't mind it, but I do really think that. Um, they've evolved so much in the way that they sing now and I think it sounds beautiful especially on this track yeah Yeah, for sure like I remember when I sort of like first got into Tasha's music and they were sort of like first sort of on the on Mm. the scene I guess you could say Um, a lot of their earlier stuff I was kind of put off by that like I couldn't understand a word that they were saying and I was like I don't know if I can like I really really dig the instrumentation and like the like their creativity is like Mm. off the charts amazing um, but it was just something that I couldn't really listen to, but like, you know, traveling on now, a lot of the, the songs that they've put out recently, I've like fallen in love with yeah, immensely. And I'm just, yeah, floored by again, creativity and just like the absolute sheer amazingness of Tasha's talent. It's just really, really shines out in this song. So please give it a listen. It is Willow Tree by Tash Sultana featuring Jerome Farah. Vivian, what is your caught my ear this week? So my caught my ear this week is Vegas Baby by Oliver the Kid. Um, I actually came... So it's weird. I came across this song on Instagram. I was... <laughs> what? I know. It was on like my... um, What is that? Is it the Explore tab? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the Explore page. Yeah. yeah. And I think... It, well, to, technically it would have been from TikTok because it was like a video of someone just like dancing to this song yeah but it was like a tiktok video but it was on instagram anyway <laughs> we um, love cross-platform <laughs> we love social media um so and i what i really dug about this one was it is such it's such like a i call it like a, a beachy summer kind yeah. of song yeah um it's definitely a song you can play like in summertime when you're just hanging with your mates that sort of thing and I the thing that like caught my attention was the the use of the guitar especially towards the end there's some beautiful riffs in there and I think the production is done really really well like the effects on the guitar are really really cool as well but um as well like his voice Oliver the kid's voice like he's got this really like 
it's kind of weird because when you hear his voice, you think he is this maybe like really young singer. He's got that sort of very mm. young tone. Yeah. But when you see what he looks like, like it's not what you expect at all. But I did, yeah, I do really dig his voice. Yeah. Yeah, I was really, really impressed by the vocals on this track as well. Like I was super in love with. It's got such a sort of like delicate, soft, yeah, tone to it. And it's yeah, seeing his Instagram, I was like shocked at <laughs> the face tats and the sleeves. Yeah. I was like, okay. Not what I was expecting at all, but but digging it, amazing, <laughs> yeah. like very very beautiful. Absolutely love the song. It's it's a really nice vibe to sort of just like chill out to and yeah, sort of listen to. It's really really nice. Hundred percent. So yeah, please check that one out. It is Vegas Baby by Oliver the Kid. So. That is the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you got this far, you can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, wherever you get your podcast fix. You can follow us on all of our social media at Caught My Earpod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, which is where you can send us your recommendations, please. We would love to hear what you guys are listening to or if you have any really out there random songs (laughs) that you discovered you're like, want to send us our way please do we'd absolutely love to hear it so send us dm chuck us a comment even send me an email i'm checking the emails guys <laughs> i'm onto it i'm onto the emails um but <laughs> yeah you can also um have a chat about what um you thought of the songs that we talked about this week whether you absolutely love them whether you are obsessed with Yeba's voice as much as I am (laughs) Um, please let us know we absolutely love to hear um, all of your thoughts and all of your musings so you can join us on Monday for a brand new episode see you guys bye